The NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the College Experience. Get ready for the college football season by checking out all 131 college football team previews. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash CFB. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash CFB. I'm just about that action, boss. You have to be kidding me. That is impossible. Welcome, everyone, to the NFL Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, here to do another division preview on the NFL Gambling Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about the NFC West, which includes the defending Super Bowl champions, the Los Angeles Rams. Excited to get into this division. You guys know how we do it. We'll talk about uh, last season, how these teams performed. We'll talk about the roster moves in the offseason. Get into win totals. We'll talk about division odds, Super Bowl odds, conference odds, all that good stuff, and any player props and uh, things that we do like for each team as well. And we'll wrap it up with a best bet at the end. But I can't do this alone. Joining me is one of my co-hosts on the MLB Gambling Podcast, as well as my co-host for the NFL Gambling Podcast. Going to be joining me throughout the NFL season. You guys know him as Dylan Rockford. Dylan, how you feeling, buddy? Oh, I'm doing good. Uh, off. I'm wearing my Lamar Jackson shirt today in honor of go. the gift that keeps on giving uh, preseason undefeated <laughs> in four years. So got to keep cash and cash last night. Uh, about to watch my Jets take on the Falcons. So hopefully we see some uh, good things from the Jets this time around. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, yeah, you talked about it. Ravens last night with another victory in preseason that brings them to what 21 22 uh 22 and 0 19 and uh 20 and 2 ats spread yeah Yeah. so that yeah like dylan said (laughs) the gift uh keeps on giving in the preseason uh we're about to uh, wind down week two of nfl preseason preseason leaving only one more week of the nfl preseason week three we'll have a week off and then before we know it we will be into the NFL season week one on a Thursday night football game, which will include the team that we will talk about today, the Los Angeles Rams. Dylan, let's get into it, man. NFC West, uh, we'll just go in alphabetical order here. Let's start it at the top with the Arizona Cardinals. Last season, um, this team finished 10-7 and against the spread. And, you know, this this team last year got off to a very good start before Kyler Kyler Murray's injury. They ended up going 11 and six last season. They got off to a seven and oh start. But again, like I mentioned, it was kind of derailed by the injury that Kyler Murray did suffer against the Green Bay Packers, which, you know, like I mentioned, derailed their season. 
pretty much the same coaching staff is back for this team. Uh, Fourth-year head coach, Cliff Kinsbury. He's also the offensive coordinator, and Vance Joseph is also back for this uh, defense as well, calling the plays there. But, you know, like I mentioned last year, Dylan, this team ended up going 11-6 and six on the season, 8-9 and nine overall against the spread. Um, what were your thoughts about this team last year um, oh, with Kyler Murray as the quarterback um, for this team? Yeah, I thought they they opened up to a what seven and zero start, uh, yeah. and then they finished on a dud. They went like what four and six. Uh, mm. They did, and they had one of their Kyler Murray specifically. He had one of his worst performances in the playoffs, and maybe that was due to the injury he was dealing it with for most of the year. But uh, yeah, I I don't know. I'm still not high on Cliff Kingsbury to be honest. Uh, they they lost some pieces and Chandler Jones. Chase Edmonds, Christian Kirk. They did bring back Zach Ertz, James Conner, oh, ageless AJ Green is still there. Uh, they <laughs> did bring in Hollywood Brown on draft night, but Munaf, correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't he get arrested a few months back? I believe so. Let me see if I can look that up here. Uh, Marquise Brown. Arrest. Um, yeah, he was ticketed for speeding, uh, oh, I oh. think, a couple of weeks before. And I think he, I think he recently got one again for speeding as well. Yeah, this came across, uh, it came across my uh, Twitter feed this morning. Yeah, so on August third, he was arrested for speeding, uh, quote unquote, criminal speeding. This was back on August third of this month, earlier this year, and I think uh, he was uh, ticketed again. Uh, I think that was yesterday where he was going, I think seventy and a fifty or something. So. Hopefully the car slows down and maybe he can use his speed on the yeah. field for Kyler Murray, uh, Dylan. But I think the other thing that I didn't mention or we didn't mention yet is that, you know, DeAndre Hopkins is going to miss the first six yeah. games of the season as well. So I think that's why mm -hmm. they really brought in Marquise Brown. Um, but do you have any other thoughts on this roster before we actually dive into uh, – this upcoming uh, season for the Arizona Cardinals? Uh, no, not really. I do have something I wanted to say about Cliff Kingsbury, though. Yeah, he's uh, he's 24, 24, and 1 with the Cardinals. And, but I feel like this has been a pattern for Kingsbury, dating back all the way to 2013 when he was at Texas Tech. Uh, Kingsbury is 42, 20, and 1 in his first seven games of the season. And then he's 17 and 45 from week eight on. So yeah. you, you kind of he always has this big start. They always win a bunch of games in the beginning, but when it really matters down the stretch, they tend to fade off. So not big believers in Cliff Kingsbury just yet. Yeah, it might be a team that we want to bet on early in the season, and I think it's it's been a theme for them. Like you mentioned, you just Dylan just gave the numbers there. Not a very good team in the second half of the year are the Arizona Cardinals, and they do have a very difficult schedule coming yeah. uh, within that first six weeks or five weeks at least. We'll get into that in here in a second, but. This season, the 2022-2023 Arizona Cardinals come in with a win total, I believe, of nine, uh, eight and a half, nine, depending on your book. Uh, their division odds right now are plus 325 for the NFC West for them to win it, 15 to one to win the conference, 30 to one for the Super Bowl. They do come into this uh, season, Dylan, with the ninth most difficult schedule, according to Warren Sharp. And, you know, we can kind of go through the schedule here before we get our, yeah. we give our leans on the win total. First week, it's it's going to be a doozy. They go uh, – or sorry, they have the Kansas City Chiefs coming to town, Patrick Mahomes and that offense. And they have three games in that first week – or sorry, the three games in the first three weeks. They're playing AFC West opponents, I believe. No, I'm sorry, uh, two of the three games are against AF, uh, AFC West uh, teams. And then they have one division game, which is against the defending Super Bowl champions – Mm -hmm. the la rams 
So, um, so they have, I'm sorry, they have the Chiefs week one. They go to Las Vegas. They have the Rams coming to town. They have a maybe easy game there, I guess we can say, against the Panthers in Carolina. And then they have the Eagles coming to town, um, led by Jalen Hurts in that offense. So, you know, it looks like it's going to be a very difficult one start to the season, at least four out of those five games for the Arizona Cardinals, uh, Dylan. But what are you thinking about this win total? I believe it's currently at nine and a half. Uh, sorry. Uh, eight and a half. Eight, yeah, eight and a half for the Arizona Cardinals team. Yeah, yeah. so it opened up at nine and a half, and I yeah. hammered the under. Now it's down to eight and a half, minus 110 both ways. And I still got to lean under. The, those first six games that you were mentioning, home against Kansas City, I think they lose. At Las Vegas, that's a tough one. I, I don't think they win there. The Rams, I don't think they win there. I think they beat the Panthers. Home against Eagles, Eagles are a much better team. I, I don't know if they beat them either. I think they beat the Seahawks. And mm, Thursday night in New Orleans, New Orleans is a tough place to play. So I, I'll chalk at L. So I got them going like two and four their first six games. I see about six, seven games, winnable games for the Cardinals. I, I think losing D-Hop the first six games is bigger yeah. than a lot of people are expecting. He uh, He's his number one. He relies on him heavily. So I'm going to lean under here. Yeah, I mean, if you even look at it uh, after week nine where they do – where they get the Seahawks uh, at home in week mm-hmm. nine, they play the Seahawks uh, in Seattle week six and then week uh, nine in Seattle. But after that – they had they go to Los Angeles to face the Rams, and then they have the 49ers coming to town and in Mexico LA. City. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, the, the that's actually in Mexico City. Good, great call there, Dylan. And then they have the Los Angeles Chargers coming to town, and they have a late bye week, uh, which you know I guess is beneficial maybe for them in yeah. week 13 when you get a late bye. But even after that, Dylan, they have games against after the bye week. It's the Patriots at home. They go to Denver. They have the Tampa Bay Bucks coming to town, and they end their season in San Francisco. So that eighth hardest schedule, it, it, it looks like it's living up to it. I agree with you. I got to go with the under eight and a half. I think that's a great number you got when this number opened at nine and a half. I just yeah. see a very tough time for this team to win 10 games here, Dylan. Yeah, absolutely. As for the other things, I'm not going to touch their conference or the NFC. I just don't trust them. I think they're a couple years away. And I don't know if I, like I said, I don't know if I trust Cliff Kingsbury down the stretch. Um, as for player props, like yeah. I mentioned uh, before, I'm going to go with Kyler Murray under 4,000 and a half passing yards. Like I mentioned, he's going to be missing D hop for the first six games. And I, I don't think he could this number he had without him last year for the first month and a half. Uh, he's also had a history of getting nicked up. I know he's only missed three games in his whole career, but it was clear he was dealing with an ankle injury the whole year last season. And over the last three years, there have been 26 quarterbacks to start 14 games between week 10 and the end of the season. In that sample, Murray was ranked 32nd with 6.6 yards per attempt. So among those 26 quarterbacks, Murray was ranked ninth in weeks one through nine with 7.8 yards attempt. So since he is better in the beginning of the season and him leaning heavily on D-Hop, I think we see some regression coming from uh, Murray as well. We'll see how long it takes for him and to gel with his college uh, roommate and Hollywood Brown, but I just don't think he has the pieces to go over 4,000 yards, so I'm going to go under. You have paid him five years, two hundred thirty million, Dylan. <laughs> that's a tough one. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I, I hesitate because that's what the market says for quarterbacks yeah. right now. Yeah. I honestly would have paid Lamar more. I'm a more of a Lamar guy, but 
he is worth it. He is. He did make the Cardinals extremely better. So he's yeah. worth it. I don't know if I'd give him that much money. I think that you know, for all the the slack or or the the what's the word I'm looking for that that Kyler Murray gets, you know, the criticism. I criticism? guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. yeah, he is. I mean, he is a great mobile quarterback. You know, he can make the plays with his legs, and he also throw. He does throw a great deep ball. He's one of the more accurate yeah. deep ball passers in our league. And when you have guys like Hollywood Brown on this roster that they traded for, eventually when they do get D Hop back, I mean, those are pretty good wide receiving. Uh, wide receivers I have on this team, uh, you know, whenever they do get D-Hop back. One area that does concern me about this uh, team is about the running back group. I mean, yeah, yeah. James Conner was pretty was good for them last season, but right now, according to Warren Sharp, they come in ranked with the 30th, uh, you know, the 30th running back positional unit ranking out of 32 teams, so that's a bit of a concern. Also, defensively, 25th, uh, their front seven. 29th is their second secondary, I'm sorry, but mm-hmm. – yeah, I think that you know Arizona is going to be one of those teams that's going to be involved in high-scoring games, and I do like your call about Kyler Murray's under there, especially with some of the past defense that they do have to go up against uh, on their schedule. Especially, you know, when you have the Chargers, uh, you have AS- AFC West teams at Broncos, number eight uh, ranked pass defense. Chargers, number three. Uh, the mm-hmm. Buccaneers, surprisingly, number six in the in the secondary. Rams, one of the best defenses in the entire league as a, as a whole unit, whether it's a rush defense or the pass defense. So, and again, it, Dylan, the one thing I was before we move on to the next team, their home schedule is one of the toughest in the entire league. Yeah. Um, when you have games against teams like the Chiefs, the Rams, the Eagles, the Saints, um, the Niners, the Chargers, the Patriots, all of teams. With Tampa. win totals, yeah, except for the Seahawks, who have uh, yeah. win totals of above eight and a half or more. So it's going to be very tough sledding for them as as a home team. Last season, this team was really good on the road. I believe they finished eight and one, but it's going to be interesting times in, in Arizona, um, especially with the with the difficult schedule that they do have, Dylan. But do you have anything else to add for this Arizona Cardinals team? No, just to mention a little on the defense, I I do think they're going to need to do a better job stopping the run. Last year, they ranked 20th in the league in stopping runs. They didn't really do too much to add to the defensive line either. J.J. Watt's getting old in age, so I I don't know. I think it's going to be a tough sledding this year for the Cardinals, so I'm I'm really not high on them. Yeah, me neither. I think that was a great call that you made uh, about that uh, under 9.5, but I still like it at – I still like the under 8.5 as well. All right, before we get over to the next team in the NFC West, let me tell you guys about our presenting sponsor, WinBet. Thinking of joining WinBet? Now is the perfect time. New customers who bet $100 get a $100 in free bets. If you're betting baseball, you have time to check out WinBet. Their reduced juice in baseball games makes them the best place to bet MLB. Plus, the WinBet casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get a 100% deposit bonus of up to $1,000. Win also just released their first quarterback with five touchdown prop bets. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 years or older and present in a state where playthrough winbet is available. If you're someone you know has a gambling problem, call one 800 522 4700. We're also brought to you by Odds Trader. What is Odds Trader? 
Odds Trade is a place to compare odds from all major sports books. You can also compare the different sign-up codes and promotions from Sportsbook to get the best deal. The app also provides player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, and projected game day weather for bettors to make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker so bettors can keep records of all the games that you bet and your betting activity. So all you got to do is go to oddstrader.com slash bluewire. That's oddstrader.com slash bluewire. Oddstrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. We're also brought to you by Run Your Pool. Run Your Pool is the home of competition, bringing sports fans and their social circles together to compete, connect, and make every game matter more. Run Your Pool offers every game type under the sun from Pick'em and Survivor to Fantasy Pools. It's a one-stop shop for sports gaming with customizable features that you don't get anywhere else. And SGPN, we've teamed up with uh, Run Your Pool to host our first official SGPN NFL Survivor Contest. Hop in now to reserve your spot. The winner gets $500 in cash plus $250 gift card to the SGPN store. Sign up today over at play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. That's play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. All right, Dylan, let's get over to the next team in this division. And that's going to be the... Why don't we go with the defending Super Bowl champions, the Los Angeles Rams? The Rams obviously last year win the Super Bowl on their home field. They beat the Cincinnati Bengals 23 to 20. They finished last season with a record of 12 and 5 in the first year of uh, Matt, Matthew Stafford on their team. This season, they come in with a win total. I believe it is currently set at 10 and a half for the Los Angeles Rams. Six-year head coach, Sean McVay. They have a brand-new offensive coordinator. Um, it was formerly the OC of uh, Kentucky, and they have Raheem Morris coming back for his second year for this defense. But Dylan, last year, Super Bowl champs, I don't know how much more we can add to that, what their performance was last year. They got the ultimate ring for Sean McVay, Matthew Stafford's first year with his team. Um, also, uh, you know, they went all in for Matthew Stafford and it paid off for them winning a Super Bowl for this team. But uh, what did you kind of think about this team last year and, you know, coming into the season with some of the offseason moves that they did make? Yeah, I thought it was a Cinderella story last year. I'm happy for Matthew Stafford. All those years of suffering in Detroit, finally got a ring, playing through injuries. Uh, finally, uh, McVay finally got a quarterback, and you can see what he can do with a, an actual quarterback. No disrespect to Jared Goff, but Matthew Stafford's <laughs> much of an, a much better upgrade. Uh, and I also am happy for guys like Odell, Von Miller, old veteran yeah. guys who, you know, they haven't won. Well, Von Miller won in uh, Denver, but Odell didn't win one. I, I was happy for them uh, winning it. It was a Cinderella story, winning it at home. So we'll see what they can do. Uh, and we, we have heard reports of um, Matthew Stafford. He, he's dealing with that arm injury again. He's still, yeah. he's suffering from pain. They, they're describing it as like a baseball uh, injury. Is that correct? Close, I think, yeah, they said it was his elbow. So it, I don't know if he's going to need, like, it might be like related to like a UCL or maybe, mm. uh, like, a, maybe, I don't know. The latest I read that he said that he was back at practice and I was feeling good. But who knows? Maybe down the line or in the offseason, he may yeah. need Tommy John surgery. Who knows? But as far as what I've read, Dylan, yeah. um, he said it was feeling good and he was back at practice. 
Yeah, he's a warrior. He's played through multiple injuries in Detroit. I, I thought he was I think it's the same injury he was kind of dealing with yeah. last year as well. So he played through it. He won a Super Bowl and We'll see if uh, Cooper Cup can win the triple ground again. Now he had an amazing year last year. They bring in Allen Robinson as well, uh, be a key factor uh, to help because they didn't bring back Odell. I don't know; he's still a free agent, so that's interesting yeah. to see. Um, but they got the core; they got the core back, and I think their defense is going to be stout with Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald, Von uh, Von Miller went to Buffalo, but mm-hmm. we'll we'll see. I, I got high hopes for the Rams. They're they're probably going to be my favorite to win and repeat. Yeah, I think that, you know, with this with this defense, you know, they still have Leonard Floyd on that uh defensive line as well. They brought in yeah. Bobby Wagner from Seattle mm. as well. I think that's a huge pickup for them as well. So this yeah. defense, especially when you have the best defensive player uh in Aaron Donald uh, still on your offense, sorry, your defensive line, along with Leonard Floyd, you add Bobby Wagner, she'll have uh, the one of the best uh cornerbacks, if not the best one, in Jalen Ramsey. This defense is going to pick up right where they left off. And I think that getting Allen Robinson on this team, I think that's absolutely huge for this offense as well. Um, you know, we heard about some of the injuries coming into the season to their running back group. Um, but, you know, Cam Akers, I think, you know, when he came back last season, uh, he was doing pretty well for them. So hopefully he's able to stay healthy for them this season mm-hmm. and really take some pressure off of Matthew Stafford, who is still de- dealing with that lingering elbow. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with this Los Angeles Rams team. But Coming into this year, mentioned the win total right now for the Los Angeles Rams is at 10.5. For them to win the conference is at, um, let's see, 5-1 to one, mm-hmm. uh, Super Bowl odds. Uh, I have this written down wrong because there's no way it is 30-1. to one. Uh, They are. <laughs> I wish. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Pro Football Championship, according to WinBet, the Los Angeles Rams are 10-1 to one to repeat as the mm. Super Bowl champions uh and then let's go through kind of go through the schedule here and then we'll yeah. get into the win total here um so the first six weeks they do have a bye week uh in week seven they kick off the season against the buffalo bills on their home field followed by games against the atlanta falcons at home and then they have the arizona cardinals the san francisco 49ers the dallas cowboys and the carolina panthers before they do go into their bye week um what do you think about those first six games, two of which are are going to be um, uh, on prime time? The Monday night football game is going to be in San Francisco in week four. And we went a plus two and a half for the Rams. Uh, I, I kind of like to fade p- teams getting their ring opening uh, night. So I'll mm-hmm. probably go with Buffalo. I think they are they have a better roster on paper. So I would I would take Buffalo week one. I think they bounce back. They win week two. At Arizona, I'm not high, and I think they could win that. I'll give San Francisco the other one on Monday night at home, and then I think they take care of Dallas and Carolina. So two, three, I think they could win four of the six before the bye. Yeah, and coming out of the bye, that that's where their their schedule gets really, really interesting for them. Yeah. They come off the bye. They, uh, they welcome the San Francisco 49ers. They go to Tampa. Uh, they have the Cardinals at home. They go to New Orleans, like we mentioned. It's a very difficult place to always play. And then they go to Kansas City to take on the Chiefs. So those five teams right there potentially could be playoff teams this year. Uh, Maybe the Saints and the Cardinals are going to be on the bubble because we are down in the Cardinals this year. But that's a very tough stretch there, Dylan. Yeah, uh, the 10.5 seems spot on. It's minus 110 both ways. 
I, I probably wouldn't touch it. I lean under before I lean over, but I don't want to touch it. You figure I, I counted 10 games so many times when I uh, counted this schedule. And I don't know, going to Tampa is going to be hard. Going to New Orleans and playing in the Dome is not a tough place. Then you're going to Arrowhead, back-to-back road games, November 20th to the 27th. That's hard. You get an easy uh, victory in Seattle. Then Thursday night. Vegas, they, they play tough. I think that's going to be a shootout. Mm. Um, then you're at Lambeau December 19th. It's going to be cold up there. So yeah. then you get home at Denver. Denver's a good team. We'll see how Russ does. Uh, the Chargers at LA, I mean, it's going to be a home game, but Chargers are a really good team. I'm really high on them as well. And I, I just don't see where they get 11 wins. I I don't know. I, I dive under before I do, dove over. Yeah, the interesting part about this entire division is that three of their last four games are, <clears throat> sorry, at least for the Rams, the Cardinals, and the Niners we'll talk about, uh, three out of those four uh, final weeks all of uh, are, are on the road. So they go, like you mentioned, they go to Lambeau in their final two uh, games during the regular season. Uh, I mean, L.A. is technically not a road game, quote-unquote, but um, their final game is going to be in Seattle, where, again, it, we've seen crazier things happen uh, in Week 18, or within those final weeks, I mean, we saw the Texans last year demolish Chargers uh, playoff hopes when they beat them. I think it was like week 15 or week 16 when they really needed that game to get into the playoffs. But, um, yeah, I think this number is spot on, Dylan. Um, I didn't mention their strength of schedule uh, for this um, team. They do come in with the second hardest schedule, uh, Dylan, according to yeah. uh, Warren Sharp. And you take a look at the positional ranks. I mean, look, they had, their wide receiving group is ranked number three. Uh, front seven is the best in the league, and their secondary mm-hmm. is ranked number nine. So I think this season is something that they're really going to have to rely on their defense if they're going to want to win games, um, You know, especially when we talked about with Matthew Stafford's uh, elbow injury, even though he is saying you know it feels, it feels good right now, it feels fine, but as we kind of progress through the season, it could only get worse for mm-hmm. uh, Matthew Stafford. So, again, at 10.5, I think that we do got to come in on the under uh, with the Rams as well, especially when they do have the second-hardest schedule, Dylan. Yeah, I want to talk about the draft real quick. They didn't have yeah. a first or second draft just because, you know, they that he uh the GM had that sure F the picks and it actually worked <laughs> out because they they won a, they won a Super Bowl. So, they didn't have any first or second drafts, but they primarily the rest of the draft, they primarily went defense with their picks. So, they got a couple D-backs, they got two safeties as well for that secondary alluding to what you were saying. They ranked 26 in the league in passing. So, I, I don't think the front seven is probably the best front seven in, in football. So yeah. I don't that I don't worry about them stopping the run. It's the pass. I don't worry about the side Jalen Ramsey's on, but it's past that I, I worry about. So I'm glad they they uh, addressed the issue that they had in the passing game. Yeah, I agree. I think again, like bringing in Allen Robinson is going to be absolutely huge for this team, mm-hmm. uh, opposite of Cooper Cup because he does command so much attention. Uh, you know, with the season that he did have, and he's just a, a receptions machine, yeah. is uh, Cooper Cup. So, again, I, I really think that they're gonna have to rely on their defense, uh, coming into this season. Are the Los Angeles Rams? Do you have any player props for this uh, division here, Dylan? Yeah, speaking of Allen Robinson, I do have a player prop. It's going to go over six and a half touchdowns for Allen Robinson. I like him to have a bounce back year. He was hurt for a little of the year. He only winded up playing 12 games. And on top of that, it was Justin Fields' first year. He was struggling. They just didn't have a good connection, him and Robinson. So I, I like him upgrading to an elite quarterback at the helm with um 
with uh, Matthew Stafford. Uh, and I think if he could stay healthy, play 16, 17 games this season, I think he could go over this number. So I, I think teams are they're, they're going to be a little better, I would say, at trying to guard Cooper Cup. And that's going to leave more opportunities for uh, Allen Robinson to get. So I like him to get over six and a half touchdowns at minus 112. Yeah, I think, you know, we talked about it when the attention is going to go to a guy like Cooper Cup. That's going to open up opportunities for a guy like Allen Robinson. And I think there's going to be an opportunity for Allen Robinson to really showcase what he the type yeah. of player that he is, because we know he was with the, what, the Jacksonville Jaguars early in his career last season. I think he was with the Chicago Bears, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Neither of which have had great quarterback situations when he, he has been there. Um, and now you go to a Super Bowl winning quarterback, a quarterback like Matthew Stafford. And I think the opportunities are really going to be there for Allen Robinson. So I think this guy can be a low key, you know, touchdown, you know, like you mentioned, get touchdowns in the end zone and it'd be a great fantasy pickup as well um, for fantasy players. So Allen Robinson may be a guy that you do want to target um, on your fantasy teams. As far as Super Bowl conference division odds, um, did you like anything there, Dylan? Um, plus 125 I saw for the division. I think it's a little low. I think maybe if they struggle after their bye with a tough schedule, maybe you could get a better in um, in-season number. 500 to win the conference, I kind of like, to be honest. I don't know how they have the same record or the same odds, excuse me, as the Green Bay Packers with that receiving core. So yeah. I, I probably would sprinkle a little on the conference for them to win it again. Uh, I don't know about Super Bowl, but I do like them to win the NFC. All right. Uh, before we wrap it up, or before we get over to the next team here, let me tell you guys about our uh, repeat sponsor and a, a good uh, fantasy platform. It's Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. And we at SGPN, we use it for hours. They just passed 4 million users. And now you could win on Sleeper by playing their new over under game first in any sport. Choose two or more players that you like and pick the over-under. If you were picked correctly, you can win anywhere from anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money that you put in. With the NFL season right around the corner, Sleeper is the first sports contest game built into the fantasy experience. The main reason we're excited about over-under on Sleeper, it's the only app where I can join my buddies' contests and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friends' picks with a tap of a button. It's mainly fun to ride it out together. Stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to play their new over-under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. On your mobile phone, join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com SGP, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit of up to $100. Again, go to sleeper.com SGP, and you'll get a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of, see Sleeper's terms of use for details. We're also brought to you by Trade Coffee. Trade Coffee connects customers to the fresh, freshest and best tasting coffee they've ever made at home by partnering with the country's best craft roasters. These, in, these are independent businesses from big cities and small towns. Trade customers are truly impactful for these independent roasters, often being the largest source of new growth for them. Expert tasted coffee. Trade's coffee team actually taste tests thousands of coffees to keep 450 different kinds live and ready to ship every single day. There's no one perfect coffee, but there's a perfect coffee for you, and Trade's human-powered algorithm will help you find it. 
trade is so confident they'll match you right the first time that if they don't they'll take your feedback and an actual copy expert will work with you to send a brand new bag for absolutely free whether your friends call you a coffee snob or you just know it when coffee tastes really perfect trades real coffee expert personally taste test over 450 different rows so they know what to actually recommend to you but the truth is what i may like what you may like it could be completely different you will you will like a selection of specific coffees that are different from anyone else's taste so all i gotta do is just answer a couple questions and you'll get your own personalized variety of coffees delivered straight to you as often as you like there's no gimmicks trade delivers a bag of fresh roasted coffee as whole beans or grounded for however you brew it at home and they guarantee you'll love your first order or they'll replace for absolutely free so all you got to do right now is go to trade uh cough so go to trade coffee and take the quiz but you can do that at drinktrade.com sgp take the quiz but not only taking the quiz they'll give you a total of 30 dollars off your first order plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com like i said drinktrade.com sgp that's more than 40 cups of coffee for free again drinktrade.com sgp for 30 dollars off all right dylan let's keep it going here my man in the nfc west let's get over to the next team in this division and I'm going to take it over to the Seattle Seahawks. And I feel like this is going to be a quicker conversation uh, because I don't think any team is very high on them uh, coming into this season. Um, last season, obviously, with Russell Wilson, this team finished with a record of 7-10. and 10. I know that Russell Wilson was injured for part of the year last year. Um, they finished against the spread last year by going nine and eight but again they were derailed by injuries whether it was to the backfield whether that was with russell wilson it looks like it's going to be a, or it is not looks like but it is the a completely different team this year with quarterback groups of geno smith and drew Locke. obviously departure of russell wilson over to the denver broncos um uh the other news that we saw in the offseason that chris carson decided to retire because yeah. he's battling a neck injury pretty much ever since he entered the NFL. Pete Carroll looks like it's maybe time for him to hang it up. But Dylan, coming into this season and last season, it's it looks like it's a 180-degree turnaround for this team, for the Seattle Seahawks. Oh, a 360 turnaround. This is going to be a completely different team, the Seah uh, Seahawks. Same coach, Pete Carroll. That man, he's still running. Uh, you see him in the beginning of practice. He's still running from end zone to end zone. I love it. But uh, other than that, yeah, I think they're going to regress heavily without Russ. On defense, I, I think they got to be better to uh, on their on their secondary. They ranked 31st in the league last year in their pass defense. Into their vision, they got to finish fourth. I don't I don't think that's a bold take. Um, yeah. You know, Drew Smith or Drew Locke, excuse me, and Geno Smith, they're competing. But I, I do think Geno Smith will win. I know he suffered a knee bruise in. Uh, one of their preseason games on Thursday night. Do do you think um, Geno Smith will win the job? Man, it's it's almost like picking your poison, Dylan. Like, I mean, who do yeah. you have more confidence in? I I'm I don't know. Like, you made the trade for obviously um, 
trading Russell Wilson over to Denver, you thought that Drew Luck, Drew Luck, Drew Locke could be your guy. But I don't know. It looks like it, it might just be Geno Smith from things that we may be hearing out of their camp. Um, that Geno Smith might be the starter for this team. I just have no faith in Drew Locke uh, coming yeah. into this year. Uh, I don't think either guy, Dylan. I might. I feel like this is going to be one of those teams that are going to end up with one of the worst records. I mean, not a hot yeah. take there, but if yeah. you if you if your book offers a market for teams to finish with the worst record, I think the Seattle Seahawks are are one of the finalists for that uh, type of bet. Yeah, I actually sprinkled it. It's funny that you mentioned that. I, I got him the worst record at plus 700. I think it's worth a sprinkle. Their win total is at five and a half. I feel like that's really high, to be honest. Uh, I, I'll go right into it. I don't. I have under five and a half. Uh, it's plus 105, too, so we're getting plus money here. I have them winning four games, five max. I, I can't see a scenario where, the, where this team wins six games. They're in a total rebuild, and... I, I think they might start the season 0-7, 0-8, and we're getting plus money. I've already bet this, so I, I'm going to go heavy on the under 5.5 right now. Yeah, I mean, look, they come into this season with uh, the 11th hardest schedule, but again, when your roster is, is this poor of a quality, I'm just going to read off what Warren Sharp has some of the positional units ranking. So quarterback – 31 out of 32 teams offensive line 27th out of 32 running back group 24th out of 32 wide receiving group is rated number seven when you have guys like dk metcalf and tyler lockett but front seven 30 out of 32 secondary 25 out of 32 so thing with me and what i think dylan i think you probably agree with this is number one they're going to be playing a lot of games where they're having to come from behind Mm -hmm. all right that's no secret but when you're when you have to do that, do how much faith do you really put in a guy like Drew Locke or Geno Smith to really lead you back into games and and maybe you know either cover a spread or even for a fact even try to win out a game yeah. because right now looking at their wins, uh, you know you mentioned the win total of five and a half. Right now they're favored in only four of the seventeen games coming into this season. So I think you're right. This might be a team that has only three or four wins. Uh, coming into this year and they lost a lot of key guys you know we talked about uh, Russell Wilson trade Dwayne Brown was a guy they had at left tackle he signed with the Jets Bobby Wagner we talked about went to Rams Carlos Dunlap was a guy that did pretty well for them last year he's um, still a free agent a lot of key names that they did have on that defense Hmm. are no longer here and I think that this is going to be a very tough year especially defensively for this team Dylan yeah, they also lost DJ Reed to my Jets as well. Yeah, so yeah. and that that doesn't help their secondary, which struggled a lot. And I'm not I'm not high on Jamal Adams either. I think he's a, a little overrated. So I was just I'm I'm not high on them at all. I sprinkled them to have the worst di- division. I obviously don't have them making the playoffs. Um, anything? I, I I'm actually gonna can I can I give a week one bet? Yeah, go ahead. Why not? Yeah, so I, I got to take the Broncos here in week one. I, I think <laughs> I think this is the, the place is going to erupt for Rust. I think they're going to be respectful to give them a nice welcome back. But then I think the Broncos are going to – they just have too many weapons for the Seahawks to guard. We spoke yeah. about how bad they were defending the pass. The Seahawks might have the coaching advantage, but I, I just don't think they have the pieces to compete with the Broncos. I, I think they're going to blitz them. So – Minus five and a half is a great number. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about teasers in a little, but yeah, I, I think this is a good ne- number to tease as well. And 
Yeah, and other than that for the future market, I have I have DK over 915 and a half yards, minus 112. I do like the over here. I, I think regardless of who is at quarterback, I think he gets over this number. He's too good not to get over it. He's gone over this number two of his three years in the league. But I think if he can stay healthy, he should catch for a thousand yards this season. It's nice to have Tyler Lockett on the other side as well to to get some of the, the pressure off of you. He just got the new contract. I think he's going to ball out. So I, I don't really care who's the quarterback. I think they get him the ball. Yeah, and and for me, I think the question does become that, hey, DK Metcalf did get paid, mm-hmm. but eventually do we see a trade request coming from guys like Tyler Lockett <laughs> yeah. and DK Metcalf? Yeah. I mean, if your team, like we mentioned, if if they're going to be starting 0-5, when is that frustration going to kick in for those, those type of players that they want to go play yeah. for a contender and come trade deadline? Are those guys going to be on the move? So it's going to be interesting to see you know, what kind of happens uh, for those type of players. Um, we can quickly kind of go through the schedule here. Yeah. I mean, they start the season, like you mentioned, with the Denver Broncos coming to town. You know, Russell Wilson is probably definitely going to be cooking in that game. Then they go to San Francisco. They go to – they had welcomed the Atlanta Falcons, but, I mean, with that quarterback situation, the way they've been looking in the preseason with Mariota and Desmond Ritter, um, I think there's a possibility Atlanta could go in there and win a game. Um, yeah. Then they go to Detroit, to New Orleans. Then they have the Cardinals coming to town, the Chargers, the Giants, the Cardinals again, and the Tampa Bay Bucks. So in Munich, yeah. And so within that first ten weeks before their bye week, maybe one well, win. Maybe I was gonna say two, maybe. But well, you're being generous. I, I don't. That's I, being generous. I, yeah. yeah. Because I don't, th- I think the lines are much better. Yeah. Um. I don't even think they could beat the Falcons. I don't think Mar- Marcus Mario is playing well. Um. Damian Williams, he's a good ru- rusher as well. Kyle Pitts, I-, I don't think anyone could guard him. So I-, I just don't know if they have the pieces with that quarterback. Like you said, they're going to be playing from behind in so many games. What if they open up to a four- uh, 14, 17 point lead? Can Geno Smith come back? I don't trust him or Drew Locke. So I, I don't know. I, I think they might be the worst team this year. Yeah, I think the only winnable game, I think, within that stretch is probably Atlanta at home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. After that, I, I just don't see it, Dylan. I really don't. Um, and in the back half of the schedule, um, quickly, it's it's the Raiders, the Rams. They, they face the Rams twice in the final seven weeks there. And they have this 49ers, the Kansas City Chiefs. They play your Jets, and then they have Carolina at home. So maybe a, another win there, maybe. Oh, maybe Carolina at home. I don't think they'll beat the Jets either. I think Jets have a great roster. I think that those that wide receiving group is going to eat against the secondary of the Seattle Seahawks. So this might be a team that ends up with two or three wins at most, Dylan. I just don't see it. I agree with you, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, you gave out your player prop. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. player prop uh, on this. Uh, DK Metcalf, I agree with you. Under five and a half, I think, is very, very generous for the Seattle Seahawks team. Uh, you have anything else that you want to touch on for the Seattle Seahawks team? I know we said that some some of these teams will go through quickly rather than some other teams. But anything else for the uh, Seattle Seahawks? Yeah, I gave it all. Uh, oh, the under on the win total for them to have the worst record. I'm fading them week one. And then the only player prop uh, I have is DK to go off. But that, yeah, that's about it. Yeah. All right. Let's get over to the last team of this division. And I think this is gonna, this has been a team yep. that's 
probably been in the news uh, second most after the whole Deshaun Watson thing. It is a San Francisco 49ers uh, with the whole Jimmy Garoppolo situation on what they want to do for him and trying to find a trade partner. It, it seems like now that they have actually made the decision of going to Trey Lance. Last season, this team, Dylan, ended up with a record of 10-7 and seven under Kyle Shanahan. Um, looking at their ATS numbers last year, they were 9-8 and eight against the spread. Uh, and again, they come in with a whole different quarterback situation here with Trey Lance. Offseason moves, uh, they I don't they didn't seems like didn't lose a lot of key guys to me. Um, but anything that kind of stuck out to you from last year coming into this year before we do get into the schedule for the 49ers and their win total? Uh nothing much. I am surprised to be honest. I mean, I, I know they drafted him at number two, Trey Lance, but Jimmy G's a winner. I, I don't yeah. understand all the hate that he he gets in the media. I know he he has a trouble of staying healthy, but the guy's gone to two NFC championships. He has a Super Bowl. I know it was with the Patriots, but he went to uh, two NFC and he was a throw away from winning the Super Bowl. Yeah. So I, I don't know what it is. I, I don't know. I, I think before I move ahead, where do you see Jimmy G going? And what are your thoughts on Trey Lentz? Do you believe in him like? Kyle Shanahan does man it's I don't know it, it, I'll be honest I really haven't seen mm -hmm. Trey Lance play football whether it was at the collegiate level uh, at the level or even in preseason like I know I've seen like flashes of him you know make some throws with this last year when I think Jimmy G did miss I think a game or two where they had to go with Trey Lance I know he had a, you know some highlights in the preseason so far this year, but I just feel like obviously they saw something in him, Dylan, that yeah. when they drafted him second overall. And I think we'll find out this year. I mean, I'm rooting for the guy. I don't want to see anybody yeah. fail in the NFL. And I, no. I like the San Francisco 49ers. You know, they made me a lot of money in the past betting on them. Yeah. Um, but again, I, I don't know. I, I think it's a, more of a wait and see for me. Mm -hmm. And obviously, these these scouts and coaches, uh, you know, know what they're doing versus you know us sitting here and talking about it. But I don't know. I, I, I I'm 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 optimistic about the uh, about Trey Lance is what I'll say. But you're right. I mean, Jimmy G for all the slander that he did get, uh, Dylan, uh, he was a winner. He he yeah. won games. There were situations where there were some questionable, you know decisions that he did make but he led this team to nfc championship games he led him to the super bowl and like you mentioned he was a throwaway i think believe i believe it was emmanuel sanders yeah he overthrew um, him he overthrew him against the kansas city chiefs and again they were in the driver's seat where they they had a double digit lead against the kansas city chiefs to win the super bowl that year and, and they couldn't get it done so and it's not like this team this roster, I'll say this, this roster is really good. They have playmakers yeah. on this team. And again, this was a, a team where Debo Samuel was in the news about wanting a new contract because yeah. of the, you know, the dynamics and, and, and the way they use them on offense. I think it's well-deserved for him, but yeah. I, I think there's a lot of potential on this team. It's just, I know, finding number one health has been also concerned for this team. Mm -hmm. Their backfield was injured. George Kittle missed time last year. So if they're able to stay healthy and, and Trey Lance is able to, you know, I think by week by week get better. I think there's an opportunity for this team to win this division as well and, and possibly make another run to the NFC championship team or sorry, uh, championship game. 
Yeah, it, it seems like every team in this division has a really hard schedule. The 49ers have top five hardest schedules in the league. And something that does worry me, they do have a really good roster, but they do have one of the older teams in the league, which worries me in the season moving later into the year. So I, I love what they have. Trent Williams, he's probably the best offensive tackle in the league. Mm-hmm. Nick Bosa, he's a stud. Debo Samuel, I think he could do it all. Uh, Fred Warner, he's one of the best linebackers. Kittles. Elijah Mitchell, up and coming running back. So you got Kyle, and the betting market loves Kyle Shanahan. And yeah. I feel like I do too. I feel like he's an offensive genius, but I feel like he, he's a little too smart for his own good sometimes. So, yeah. yeah. And again, I think this might be a year where we see Brandon Ayuk take a step forward. And I think they're mm, really going to need cool. him this season, uh, opposite of Debo Samuel, to really take pressure off of Debo Samuel to really be a guy that's on this offense to, you know, produce. And I think that, I think this is a year where he can be, or be, might be able to do it. You know, we talked about the running back group that they like to run those, you know, those, um, the running, the, the running game schemes, I guess we can say um, with Elijah Mitchell. I know last season, this was another area for this team where there were a lot of injuries and it was really the next back, next man up mentality for them. Um, so it looks like it's going to be the Elijah Mitchell sh- uh, show for uh, the San Francisco 49ers running back group. Uh, currently, Dylan, we're seeing a win total, I believe, at nine and a half or 10, depending on your book. Um, they come into the season as a second favorite for the NFC West at plus 175. Conference odds are seven to one. And for them to win the Super Bowl, 16 to one. Where are you going with this win total? What do you like? They, like I said, they have a really tough schedule, but I do have them winning at least 10 games. Their win totals at nine and a half over is a little chalky here at minus 145. I think 11 is their ceiling. They got really far last year with winning just 10 games and they got hot at the right moment last season. And that was the stretch where they were making me a lot of money as well. You just kept mm-hmm. riding them. Um, And I think they kept most of their key guys. And if Trey Lance is as everyone in San Francisco says he is, I think they can definitely win 10 games. I think they're going to go as far as he takes them. So they got to win the games that they're supposed to win. A little chalky here, but I do like the over nine and a half wins. Yeah, their first uh, eight games have games. uh, They go to Chicago. They welcome Seattle at home. And then they do have Carolina and Atlanta as road games. So those are four four games were in those first eight weeks or that, that are all winnable and they should win Dylan um, because those other four games uh, on that schedule are, are very, very difficult. They go to Denver week three. They have the Los Angeles Rams on Monday night football at home in week four. And then before their bye week, they have the Kansas city chiefs at home. And they, before they go into the bye week, they again have a matchup against the uh, Los Angeles Rams mm-hmm. in LA. So if they're able to get out or if they're within the first eight games, if they're able to go five and three, six and two, I think they're going to be in good shape, Dylan. Yeah, I have them one, two, three, four. Yeah, I got them like five and three, maybe going into the buy, something like that. And I have noticed looking at their schedule right now, a lot of their harder games are at home, especially after the yeah. buy. They, they're home at the Chargers, neutral game in Mexico City against the Cardinals. Then they're home for the next three against New Orleans. You don't have to go to the Dome. And then Miami and Tampa, two Florida teams coming into San Francisco. So you got some tough teams at home, which I think helped them. Yeah, and then the final four weeks, they finished up with Seattle. Uh, In Seattle, they Mm -hmm. welcome the Washington Commanders. 
and then they had they go to Las Vegas and then to uh, Arizona to wrap up the season. So I think you know looking at the back half of the schedule, I think there's another five wins in there for sure for me. I think they can mm-hmm. they'll split with the Cardinals. I think they can they'll beat mm-hmm. the Washington Commanders. They'll beat Seattle, and then if they can get one of two between the Florida teams, I think that that'll I think that'll put them at ten. Uh, yeah. in this division as well. So I think there's a one team that we're going over on, uh, Dylan. I know we like the under for uh, the other three teams in the NFC yeah. West. Uh, and, I, and I wanted to ask you, you were saying they're going to split with Arizona, which I, I do see it's it's harder when it's in conference. Um, with the Rams, you know how Kyle Shanahan has owned McVay? Do you think they split or do you think uh, Shanahan still has the upper hand? Oh, man. I, uh, I think that Shanahan just, there, there's certain matchups. I think this is in any sport, Dylan, that yeah. sometimes one team, no matter how good or how bad they are, they just have your number for whatever reason. Yeah. And I, you know, when you have these two type of offensive minds, uh, like Kyle Shanahan and Sean McVay, it's it's a it's a great chess match to watch between those two guys. And for whatever reason, uh, Kyle Shanahan just has the number over Sean McVay. I don't know. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. I think they, I think he takes care of business against the Rams again. Yeah, I do too. And you know, it's in McVay's head because when McVay got up, I think the second game he ran into the end zone and then just to blow the (laughs) lead. So he's, it's definitely in his head. And I I just, offensively, I know he remembers from five and 15 years ago, uh, McVay, but I I like Kyle Shannon. If Trey Lance is that guy, watch out. They could be, they could be scary. Yeah, you have any uh, player props uh, for this uh, team? Yeah, I have a couple actually. So week yeah, one, ahead. I'm week one. I'm gonna lay it with them. I was mentioning, and I briefly mentioned the teaser spot. I think this is a great spot for teasers. So six point five point teasers are are really good, but you got to play the right numbers three six seven the books are too sharp so i i think getting the 49ers down to win just by one i much rather do that than laying six and a half so look towards an under maybe as well 49ers are going to run the hell out of the ball especially yeah. in trey lance's first game i don't trust the bears offense to score that many points against one of the best defenses in the league so i like the under in week one um nfc plus 750 uh, i'm not going to touch not going to touch either the 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 division as well i still think the rams are a little better right now especially on offense we'll see how stafford's playing but if you do want to jump on division i think you could get a better number mid-season i definitely have them making the playoffs i'm not going to bet it. it's minus 225 yeah um for the player props I, i do like elijah mitchell over his player prop, his rushing yards at 900 and a half. In his first season last year, he rushed for 962 in just 12 games he played. And that was splitting the carries with Debo Samuels and Jeff Wilson and Trey Simeon as well. So mm-hmm. I, I think they're going to run the uh, run the ball a lot this season. And if he could stay healthy, I, th- I think he's definitely a 1,000-yard rusher behind that o- offensive line. So I'm going to go over Elijah Mitchell's rushing prop. I'm not going to touch Debo or George Kittle's uh, player props because we're going to have to see how Trey Lance performs. I'm just not comfortable putting my money on an unknown. So I'll I'll stay away from the receiving props, but I'll leave the other player prop for my best bet. Yeah, I think the one one area um, that I'm really looking at is I talked about Brandon Ayuk um and his receptions to probably go over i know last year i took it i think he fell a little bit short but i think this might be the year where he does break out 
for the San Francisco 49ers passing offense. Um, so I'm really eye on uh, him coming into the season uh, for uh, for the upcoming year for Trey Lance and this offense. Uh, before we get into best bets for the NFC West division, let me tell you guys about the newest sponsor on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It's Babbel. For most of us, learning a second language in high school or college wasn't exactly a high point in our academic careers, whether we were taking French, whether most of us were taking Spanish. Now, thanks to Babbel, the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions, there's an addictively fun and easy way to learn a new language. Whether you'll be traveling abroad, connecting in a deeper way with family, or you just have some free time, Babbel teaches bite-sized languages lessons that you actually use in the real world. Babbel's 15-minute lesson makes it the perfect way to learn a new language on the go. Other languages, learning apps use AI for their lesson plans, but Babbel lessons were created by over 100 language experts. Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you improve your pronunciation and accent. There's so many ways to learn with Babbel. In addition to lessons, you can access podcasts, games, videos, stories, and even live classes. Plus, it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. Start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. So all you got to do right now, save up to 60% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash SGP. That's babbel.com slash SGP for up to 60% off your subscription. Babbel, language for life. And last but not least, the newest sponsor on the SGPN network, Elias. It's almost the start of the NFL season, and we all love this time of year. It's the most anticipated time of the year. And if you're into sports betting or fantasy, you need a competitive edge to win. That's why I highly recommend to use the Elias Game Plan app. It's the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for the NFL, NBA, and MLB. Elias is the only sports app from the most trusted names in sports stats. Elias Sports Bureau, the official statisticians of the U.S. pro sports leagues, including the NFL. Their app lets you access team and player stats, head-to-head team comparisons, and Elias insights from the Elias Sports Bureau research team. This app really is your one-stop source for player news and league-validated player stats and team records. So make sure to use this Elias game planning app. All you have to do is, number one, take my advice, download the Elias game plan app today with new features including and available at all times to take your game to the next level. NFL season is right around the corner, so don't wait. Find Elias game plan app in the App Store or the Google Play Store. All right, Dylan, I think we did a pretty good job there handicapping and discussing the betting preview for this NFC West teams. A lot of teams, uh, you know, you threw out some great player props. I think that we dug into the rosters very well, but we got to back our words up. Let's go with some best bets in this division. Um, Dylan, you said you you alluded to it earlier. You said you had a best bet. I'm going to let you lead it off here. What do you got? Yeah, I'm going with another player prop. It's a guy with so many question marks around him, Trey Lance. I think you're either on the side whether you believe in him or you don't. And I just want to be clear, just like Munoff, I'm rooting for the kid. I don't want no one to struggle in the NFL. 
but I just don't understand all the hype around him right now, especially in his first year as a starter. He went to North Dakota State subpar competition. Now having to take over an offense led by Kyle Shanahan, I don't think it's going to be easy. you got to digest a lot, and he wants the ball out of your hand very quick. There's a lot of motions in his offense. So I love this prop. Trey Lance over 10 and a half interceptions. They're going, to go, they're going up against the fifth toughest pass defense schedule this year. And we've seen quarterbacks struggle in their first year as a starter. So I think he's going to try to force some balls. So give me over 10 and a half interceptions at minus 112. I love it. You know, you have a first, first year well, first year starter, I guess we can say, uh, that's going to be coming in for a full season for Trey Lance and – I do think that Kyle Shanahan will put him in the right position, but eventually in the in the National Football League, you have to throw the ball to win games, right? And I think there's yeah. so many spots where you can actually run the football and be effective. I know we can do that under Kyle Shanahan's system, but there's a point where you know you have to throw the ball, and and again, if you do fall behind, you're going to have to throw the ball. So I think this number is a little conservative. You're right about um, Trey Lance and the interceptions uh, prop there, so I do like that one uh, for Trey Lance. Um, for my best bet, there's a couple of ways I wanted to go here. And I think I'm going to go with the Rams win total. I'm going to go with the under, um, for this team. And I think the one thing that really concerns me, Dylan, is the elbow for Matthew Stafford that eventually as a season kind of progresses that it's only going to get worse. And, uh, you know, there may be a point where he does miss games, um for the los angeles rams but again for this rams team we talked about it they have the second hardest schedule uh amongst all the 32 teams in the nfl you know we kind of went we went through the schedule actually and i know there were spots where it was kind of difficult for us to find winners and not only that when you are a super bowl winner you're going to get the best effort from opposing teams because you want to dethrone the super bowl champions like they're going to have that target on their back being you know from teams that whether they're come, going into their an opposing team's building or they're welcoming a team, I think that you know they're going to have that target in the back, and teams are going to get up in a motivational spot to beat the Super Bowl champions. Um, you know, I, I'm very high on this defense. You know, we talked about it, but I think they're going to take a step back. Last season, they did win 12 games, and again, when you come into the season with the second hardest schedule, I think that's going to be a difficult task for them to get over that number of what I think it was 10 and a half that we found. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the uh, Los Angeles Rams. And again, they're in a division outside of Seattle where uh, it's stellar competition, right? We talked about how Kyle Shanahan has had the number for the Los Angeles Rams. Um, the Arizona Cardinals, I believe, we did say that they play them early in the year. So we talked about how Arizona does well within the first half of the season. So, you know, they, I think they split it there. And again, the out of conference, or sorry, out of division games are tough for this team as well. So I'm going to go with the under 10 and a half for the Los Angeles Rams as my best bet for this nfc west division preview uh dylan anything else yeah go ahead yeah i i like that i love the play i was i circled it under my one of my best bets i i thought it was going to be a bull take because so many people are high on the super bowl uh champs i just think you're right as soon as everyone sees that we got the super bowl champs people circle that game they're gonna get everyone's best I still think they have I, – I, their defense is good, but I don't tr- necessarily trust their secondary right now except for Jalen Ramsey. And they have a lot of tough games. Like you mentioned, they have the second toughest schedule in the league. And we'll see. If Matthew Stafford can't stay healthy, I think they're going to regress. So I, I love yeah. the play. Yeah. 
so hopefully, you know, at least I'm right about that. Uh, so we, we're going to keep track of our best bets when we recap the season. So uh, definitely look out for that. But hey, Jalen, we're getting day and day and day closer to the NFL season. I believe that is four division down on the NFL gambling podcast. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't heard them already, make sure to um, I think it's yeah four or five that we've already done. So make sure to check them all out. If you haven't subscribed to the NFL gambling podcast, please make sure to do so. If you like what you're hearing, please leave us a five star review. Be the first one uh, to leave us a review. We'll definitely shout you out on the podcast for leaving us a review and I really appreciate it. it helps only grow the show. And like I said, we'll be here all season long. Uh, Dylan, anything else you want to get out of? Uh, sorry, uh, get off your chest before we get out of here and let the people know where they can find you on social media. Yeah, you guys can find me on Twitter at, at rock with two Ks 24. And uh, no, last words, uh, the Jets better get it together. Down 10 nothing in preseason <laughs> already. So, well, we're not playing all our starters, so it's all right. But uh, yeah, week one right around the corner. Last week of preseason coming up. I'm going to week one on 9-11 at home. Jets will be hosting the Ravens. Nice. <sighs> Yeah, it's going to be a good game. We'll see. I hope, just hope Lamar doesn't destroy us. So, <laughs> yeah, that yeah, yeah, NFL Week One, the Baltimore Ravens all always uh, seem to do well. But it'll be interesting who's going to be starting at quarterback for your team as well. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with the injury to uh, Zach Wilson there. But yeah, uh, NFL Week One right around the corner. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at SportsNerd824. Uh, good luck with your bets. Till then, let's break these books off and let it ride.